Hello, Angie Gerber here, and welcome to my podcast, Awareness. Once you know, you can't unknow. A place you can come to start thinking and shifting your thoughts to finally create the results you truly, truly desire. It'll shift your mindset and give you strategies to get out there and get it done. Let's get started. So today I want to go back and touch base on my story. I know I talked about it in February on my, I believe it was seven year, six or seven year uh, sobriety date that week. I shared a little bit about my story back in February and the whole issue of you know, alcohol, especially, just keeps coming up as I'm talking to other coaches. They, uh, the people they're talking to, it just seems to be a reoccurring theme. And I thought, well, why not dive in a little bit more? Again, if it can help one person, then it's worth being pretty vulnerable and and saying a lot of stuff that at one point I never ever thought I would say out loud. Uh, but. I really think it's it's time and there are just so many people hurting and right now in especially in the world of real estate and really just in the world in general uh, there's a lot of high emotions there's um it's tough it's a tough market it's a tough place to be you know so many people are overspending or compensating or just having a really hard time. And as I know, with hard times comes um, retreats. You know, you retreat into yourself, or you take retreats and timeouts, or you use something to help you feel better. And for me, that was alcohol. You know, for others, it might be something else. If anything at all, it could be gambling, shopping, social media, sex, you know, it, it opiates, I mean, it could be so many different things. And really, what all that stuff does is it really just distracts you. It distracts you from what you don't want to face or what you don't want to look at, or maybe that conversation you don't want to have, or that call you don't want to make, or that call you don't want to take. I remember back at, again, when when I went on that six to nine month slide where I wouldn't have recognized myself, it was the tipping point where I became someone I, I did not recognize. And I wouldn't have even, you know, nine months to a year earlier, um, I didn't take the call from the bank that held my mortgage nor did I call them back. I just had another drink. And a month turned into two, turned into three, turned into five. And I don't know how I didn't lose our home. I didn't. But I I came very, 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 very close. And, you know, that's just one situation that I was running from back then. There were so many different, different things that, you know, I was doing when I was at in that place. So I just want to say if you or someone you know is in that place where you can see that they are self-medicating with something, it is more than likely because 
they don't want to have that tough conversation or face that reality or you know it's it's really just about running from what you don't want and becoming numb because when you're numb um it doesn't hurt as much or it doesn't seem as real, or you just can push it down or shove it into this corner where all of a sudden it just, it just, it just doesn't exist for that moment. And that feels really good. It feels like you can breathe again. And then you trick yourself into, and just as human beings, we run from pain and towards pleasure. So we're always going to be running from the pain and towards the pleasure. And I think that's where a lot of addictive activities and behaviors come from, is just suppressing and wanting to suppress what we don't want to face. So that was just that came up again in a conversation I had this week, where I um, am being interviewed for the goal setting, you know, workshop that I'm running right now in the fourth quarter. It's it's so very important. And that's what I'm really focusing on is just setting goals and how when I found this process with Bob Proctor and all this information, everything changed for me. And it's, it's really teaching that to other people. And letting them understand that it it can be different, it will be different, you just have to have a different perspective. And so many people, especially when you're running from something, and you're self isolating, or you're, you know, getting addicted to something, or you are addicted to something, or you're just numbing, whatever it is, it's it's the perception you know, it's getting a different perception and really understanding that these blinders that you put on and just trying to get through the day, it's only temporary. And I, I was so good back then for that again, half year, nine months, whatever it is where I'm talking, that was where I was at my lowest low for that long of just putting the blinders on. And the more you do it, the more reality kind of slips away and you lose the grip and the grasp of what is reality and what isn't. And again, if you know someone or if you're in that spot, I just, just want if anything, you to know that there is a way out and you can get through it. I know it sounds kind of cliche to say all of that, but you can get the help. And there are people out there that want to help you. And I just remember, you know, even getting up and listening to the radio and being like so mad at myself because I sometimes would be drinking at nine in the morning and being like, they're at work. You know, those people are on the radio. They had to drive there. They're, you know, they're making a contribution to society. You know, if they, they're living their lives, why am I sitting here doing this? And then I'd feel even worse. So then what I would do, I'd take another drink. And then I'd feel even worse. And then I would get to the point where it just didn't feel bad anymore. And it almost tricked myself into feeling good. And in doing that, you know, I I could make 
hundreds of podcasts of story after story after story of how I failed really miserably and was a person that I would never want to admit I was at that time. Uh, but but I'll spare you all that and I'll give you some of the highlights. Um, you know, I had two little kids. I have, um, well, my, the oldest is in college now. I have a 14-year-old and 11-year-old. So you can imagine seven years ago what ages they were. And um, I lost so much time with them and enjoying it. And I even, like, you know how you can go back through the years of pictures on your phone. Uh, at least my phone keeps, you know, every time I get a new phone, it, it transfers over. And I go back to like 2014. And I remember some of these pictures I took. Some of them I don't remember because I wasn't of the right mind to. Um, and it just tears my heart out. And at the same time, it makes me so grateful for rec- for where I am today. And I know I shared in my first episode that's called My Story, if you want to go back and listen to it. Um, we do recover. And I, and this is controversial, I know that, but I, I'm not, I am in recovery, but I'm recovered, meaning that I still see people that are in active recovery, meaning after 10 years, they're still fighting every day. You hear the whole saying, um, you know, take it one day at a time. And in the beginning, for me, it was truly one second at a time. And then when I took enough seconds, I got a minute. And then when I took enough minutes, I got an hour. And then when I got enough hours, I got a day. And but it was really, really difficult. And I had no idea how I was going to do it. I just knew that if I didn't, I was going to lose everything. Uh, Because I will tell you that, you know, when you have you have thrown yourself in such financial ruin and you don't take the calls and you ignore them thinking that it's just going to go away and you have no money. One of the lowest, lowest points that I got was taking money out of my kids' piggy banks for drinking. So I could go get a $5 little thing of wine at the liquor store at 9.05 or 9.10 cause they opened at nine. I mean, wow, how do you get there? How do you get there? And it it happens, and it happens all the time, and it's just continuing to happen. And I know with the few years we came out of with COVID and all that crap that happened, and where we're at today and where we're going, it's just, it continues to be a huge, huge issue for people. You know, I also, I, I'm still married. We just celebrated 16 years of marriage and many more together. Um, but I will tell you some of the things that I said repeatedly to my husband when I was drinking or drunk were some of the most horrific things you can say to another human being, truly. And I think about it, and I think if a man had said what I said to a woman, the outrage, you know, I obviously, he's six foot, you know, he's, he's never laid a hand on me, and I would never lay a hand on him because, you know, it just, he could literally hold my wrist and I wouldn't be able to move. Um, But I, I, 
slaughtered him with my words, like truly said some of the most grotesque things you can say to another human being. And I think about it, and I think about why? Why would I do that? And it it truly is kind of the saying that you hurt the people that are the closest to you. You know, you think about how you treat a stranger versus how you treat family. And it's it it can be true in some cases. And you know, it took me years. You know, I've been like I said it was I've been sober since February of 2017. And I can remember like the first three months were tough. You know, I would say um, the first, again, seconds were the hardest and then it got easier. But by the third month in, I, it's like a, a switch flipped and I was like, okay, I've made it through this desert. I got water. I'm on the other side of it. And I was just like, and a, a switch flipped, and I didn't need to go to AA anymore. I didn't need to be in that environment, which did save my life. I mean, I went into these rooms for the first three months and said things that I would never say to people that have known me my whole life. I felt normal for the first time that I had in months. I felt like I wasn't the craziest person in the room <laughs> at times. And it was just, it, it it served its purpose. And then it was like, I found Bob Proctor and I found gratitude and I found taking 100% responsibility for everything I had done and where I was and quit being a victim and show up and be a leader for yourself, a leader for your family, a leader for your clients, a leader for life. And everything changed so quickly for me. And I just, the the switch flipped and then I went into action because <laughs> you can imagine I had a lot to repair, probably the most with my, with my husband. And I mean, I, I would go out still like two, it probably took two years of me going out like with friends or, you know, going to a happy hour or to dinner, you know, if he wasn't there where he would still look at me sideways when I walked in, and he would just be examining me, because he didn't trust. And he was so I can imagine, I mean, he could write his own book, he could have his own podcast, he could, you know, tell some stories, and come from a 100% completely different perspective than me. But I had a lot of trust I had to build back and a lot of damage I had to repair. And I'll, uh, I'll tell you, I'll be doing that till the day I leave this earth. I mean, you you can't hurt someone the way I hurt him. And forgive yourself, absolutely. Um, but just you can't take it all back. You can you can make it as better as you can, but it's never gonna be the same. So what you have to do then is you have to start at that point of it never being the same. And accept that, accept responsibility, and build from there. But don't beat yourself up like I did for so long, over and over and over. And I still have things in my life that I'll probably get to eventually here on this podcast that I I definitely beat myself up about and that hold me back. Um, 
And this one is just the easiest one for me to talk about right now because it there's such a need for people to share their stories, for people to let other people know that they're not alone, that they're not crazy or lost or broken. I mean, I thought I was so broken. And the truth is, is that we are born in our creator's perfection. We are spiritually, beautifully perfect. What happens is we forget that along the way. And we let all this crap layer upon layer upon layer. And all of a sudden, our perfection so far down in, that we can't even imagine it's still there. So it's in doing the work and it's taking off layer by layer by layer and facing the dragon, slaying the dragon, uh, you know, one at a time. Because once you slay that first dragon, the next one's going to come up. And then you have to slay that huge dragon that you don't know how you're going to do it. And then the next one will come up. And, you know, it's it's really just... It's about taking a different perspective, and that is what Bob taught me, and that is what I will dedicate the rest of my life to doing, is is teaching people and showing people that it can be different. It doesn't have to be the way it is right now. If your results aren't what you want them to be, there's a way, and I'm a product of the product. I understand it. I've done it year after year. I mean, if you would have told me I'd be doing this right now, five years ago, I would have thought you were insane, you know, and it's through the growth and it's through just time after time after time, day after day after day, I've just got really comfortable being uncomfortable and feeling the fear and pushing through and, and doing it anyway, doing it scared, doing it um, uncomfortable doing it, not knowing exactly what I'm going to say here, but knowing that what is what is supposed to be said will be said. And in spite of worrying what other people will think, or, you know, it's it's just about, it's about those little wins that I've had along the way in doing this, that has made all the criticism or all of how I, I'm scared that that person in my head or that that person's voice that's in my head, um, you know, what they may or may not think or they may or may not say to me. It's in the little wins of the people that have reached out that, you know, one person said I saved their life. Whether I did or not, truthfully, I can say I did make an impact. And I said something that moved them. And enough to even reach out to me, to go to lunch, to have a conversation, to understand more, and to rekindle a friendship, you know, and it's in those small wins, and the people that call me and want to talk about their DWI, or their divorce, or their current drinking problem, or something completely separate, you know, it's by being open and being who you really are and letting letting some of the ick out that really beautiful 
gifts come back to you. And that's probably one of the biggest things that I've learned in the journey of sharing my story. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's in the, 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 which little, I mean, some of them are huge wins that I consider wins because I touched one person and I made a difference in one person's life or one person had to hear that or it was the perfect timing for them to hear it, whether it was for themselves or I've had people, you got to talk to my sister or, you know, this and that and the other thing. And um, yeah, so I know this isn't usually the time that I even record this, but it just keeps coming up. So I'm going to jump on it and make this make this recording here and, and get it out because someone's got someone's supposed to hear it. It is meant for someone's ears and for someone's heart. So if that is you, or if you know someone, pass it along, you know, let them know that they're not broken. They're just, you know, they're just got their blinders on. Uh, they need a step back and they really need to look at what they're running from or what they're not wanting to do. Maybe again, I said it's a, a not taking a phone call or not making a phone call or that hard conversation or, you know, just taking 100% responsibility. That was probably one of the, the biggest lessons I learned right off the bat from Bob and the hardest because I was a victim for so many years it was someone else's fault or this or that, or, I mean, I, the list goes on and on. Um, and it was once I took a hundred percent responsibility and leaned into that and leaned into it hard and did all the things that come along with taking a hundred percent responsibility that everything changed. So that's it. If you if you have any questions or if I can help in any way, feel free to reach out. You know, I think uh, we all need to be there for each other now more than ever. And in the days and, and weeks and months to come, um, make that phone call to that person that keeps popping into your head that you might not have talked to for a month, a year or 20 years. Reach out on social you know, say, say hi, and, and just start checking in with each other. Because yeah, I can definitely say that we, we for sure need each other more now than ever. So, take care, my friends and make it a good one. Thanks for spending some time with me today. And if you like what you heard, feel free to share, like, subscribe, follow, do whatever it is you do. I'd love to get this out to as many people as possible because it truly all does start with awareness. Once you know, you cannot unknow and it changes everything. And of course, if I can help in any way, I'm here and happy to do so. Until next time, make it a good one.